0: Hello and welcome everyone to the very first episode of Jabba's Pit Crew. Um we're here with Cody on my right. Hello there. Adrian on my left. General Kenovi. All of us are somewhat related, you know. Somewhat related. <laughs> <We're direct laughs> cousins, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us three for now for the first day. We'll be joined by Possibly three other guys to come in the future. Probably, yeah. Hopefully,
1: I have a couple topics throughout the last two weeks. The uh, the Gina Carano thing is a little overdone, but I think it's fair to do a little bit of aftermath thought of what's happened. So, if you don't know what happened to Gina Carano, she was Cara Dune on The Mandalorian. She was fired by Disney, and then two days later, picked up by Ben Shapiro and The Daily Wire to do her own sp- her own produced film, which I think is dope. But because she's gone, what does this mean for Mando as a show for season three? What does it mean for Rangers? Because she's supposed to be doing Rangers, so let's see. So I guess the first one I guess I kind of came up with is what's the future for the Cara Dune character because Gina Carano isn't doing it recasting, replacing, which will actually lead me to the next topic, but (laughs) I'm very, um,
0: I'm on Cara Dune side or Dina Crono side compared to the left wing. So, um, I guess my views would be biased towards her because I like her as a character and she holds a lot to the show Mandalorian, um, Sheriff. And also just another uh, great strong um, side supporting actor, actress in the show. Um, But like the whole thing of her being fired, not directly from um, like she found out that she was fired through social media posts and finding that on social media and then actually being told she was fired directly after the fact that half the world or less knew that she was fired before she actually knew she was fired right what she posted was just comparing how the Nazis slowly brainwashed in a way their citizens to believe that the Jews were the bad guys and that they had to get rid of everybody and then compared that with kind of how political situations are current days in the past five years or something
1: right and it worked the results were very catastrophic it's it was insane but uh so I guess now that she's gone we're on our I'm pretty sure we're all on the same side the whole thing is kind of ridiculous I think it by Disney's a massive mistake because they've already divided the fandom in half with the last Jedi that's fact like if, if even if you support it you can't avoid the fact that it split the fandom in 50 like 50 50 right
0: and not even, not just the fandom but also. Um, Lucas Films and Disney themselves, their company and all the employees inside. There's right. different sides to this in like inside the actual company themselves, right?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. The uh, with the whole ro- the whole role of Cara Dune for season three. She, it's. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the show, but as far as I'm aware, she's a drop shoulder, s- drop sh- soldier. Yes, and becomes like a sheriff of the New Republic and she was supposed to be branching off to, to her own show uh, written produced by Jon Favreau so now that she's gone what's going to happen with Rangers so I'm curious what you guys think will happen with Rangers
0: I haven't really looked a whole lot into that but i you neither. Know, kind of sad that the unforeseeable future that she's not in it it's kind of sad that we don't know what actually is going to happen, if it will happen, or if they're going to recast something and write a totally different story.
1: Right. The uh, I think I think Rangers could still work, just for the fact that we still had Fenix Shand and Bo Katan and her Night Owls, so you could work with something there. But there's also a rumor that she will be replaced by Harrison Dula, who's a, ma- a main character in Star Wars Rebels. So that'll make Rebels fans happy, because they're bringing back Ahsoka, they're bringing back Thrawn, which are both from Rebels, Ezra's coming back for the Ahsoka show, so that's another from Rebels. So it makes sense that they would replace her with uh, Hera, because now you've got four massive Rebels characters for the Ahsoka show, which I think would be
2: sick. Yeah, I just feel that it's unfortunate that they were promising a new show with the new main character, and then... The actor fin- or actress for that main character just gone,
1: just gone, baby, just gone. But yeah, I guess uh, yeah, that kind of led into the next topic already. The Harrison Dula's replacing Cara Dune. I think because I mean I'm I guess I'm the only one who's seen Rebels all the way through, but I, I haven't am-
0: actually seen any of it. So well, a couple episodes here and there,
1: right? Parts of it, but but I am very down for it. Just for the fact that Hera is also an established female character. He's a very strong character, in my opinion. It'll be nice for the female fans. Because that's a big deal right now. Apparently. (laughs) I don't think it's a bad thing, though. Because if you have... I mean, The Mandalorian has uh, formatted its female... Like, their action roles very well. Mm -hmm. Compared to something like Endgame. In my opinion, that... uh, the Captain Marvel all-female scene is still a little bit ridiculous and forced.
0: Yes. 100%. But it, I, I just watched the video earlier today but the guy was saying that it doesn't feel that powerful because um, Black Widow wasn't there. Right. And she was like the OG um, Avenger so not seeing her on screen in that female ensemble kind of under-delivered over under-delivered kind of thing.
1: Especially if she wasn't in front which was annoying. But
0: she, but she was very grounded at that, that time, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> That's just rude.
2: We <laughs> just watched it last night. Come on. <laughs> it still brought me to tears. <laughs> 100%.
1: But, uh, it was, the timing was not very good, I think, in that film, because she comes in destroying the massive flagship of uh, Thanos and then coming down, meeting Peter. And then he's like, oh, how are you going to get through all that? And she's like, oh, I, or she's got help by some other character. And then all the of them come in. Quite it's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> what the heck is this? Because it's so forced. That's my opinion. But the Mandalorian finale, they set it up that they had four female characters taking the entire ship. And I was cheering on that. Because they established four very strong characters.
0: They established four very strong female characters in The Mandalorian, but also working off of the Clone Wars and Rebels and other past... Um, in, like, whatever, throughout the universe oh, of for Star sure. Wars. For sure. You
1: had Bo-Katan and her sidekick, who apparently talks. <laughs> 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 and, then you, and then you had Fennec Shand and Cara Dune who have both been established in season one already. So that build-up to the season two finale, he had four female characters established from two seasons, and they're all kicking, and I was
2: all for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and like we watched Infinity War 2, and we, we were reminded of a scene where one of Thanos' children is about to kill uh, Scarlet Witch. Saying, "Oh, now you're gonna die alone," and then Okoye and Black Widow show up right behind her, and like she's not alone, and that was just so good because it was a lot more just in the moment of the battle. It it wasn't like forced. it wasn't yeah, it didn't feel as forced. It was more just yeah, this is a thing. <laughs> it was like when they sh- when they show up, it was like
1: yeah, Black Widow, let's go, baby, let's go. Yeah, that's just that's just my overall opinion of that because if you force anything to
0: do nowadays the people who really don't care they're gonna eat that up they're gonna eat that up spit it out and distort it a little bit to make it seem like it's actually way worse than it actually is or just like sound bites of something take here here and here but the overall message isn't completely opposite of what they want right and then the big companies go after that because that's what they're looking for they want that to happen but not listen to like the 50% plus other people that are like, What are you doing? This is wrong. Mm-hmm. That was the
1: beauty of the 70s and 80s with George Lucas and uh, Steven Spielberg and all those old school filmmakers. They didn't care about any of the new politics that are coming out. The whole, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude about it, but the feminism movement and the Black Lives Matter stuff, like, none of that was present in that time. And they're able to focus on storytelling which is the whole premise of entertainment so once you start throwing politics into it then you start losing a lot of people because they want to escape that reality to watch this entertainment distract themselves from all the crazy in the world right the, the whole the earliest parts of filmmaking it was the most beautiful because it's st- it focused on storytelling are you talking about like
0: movies in general or like Star Wars?
1: Th- anything really. Even something like Indiana Jones made in I, I forget when, the 80s I think. Something like that was focused on storytelling. It was also George Lucas. It was as also well. George Lucas. <laughs> 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 That's it. I guess. But yeah, It's <clears throat> it like all those all those old school films, though the ones I can't really remember right now. But I do know for a fact films then compared to now
0: were not focused on any politics and then yeah that's true because a lot of movies a lot a fair amount of movies that have been out in the past decade or so they kind of tend to more or less align with the current political real world issues and blm um women of power um white men have to go down because they're too powerful in the world. They have too much say here and there. Whereas the directors and story writers who focus on telling the story and um, focus on um, the world building of their particular, singular film or franchise or trilogy or whatever, they focus more on story. I'm trying to tell a good story that um, encapsulates and hooks the audience within like the first 10 minutes or the first whatever, however many. And then they could totally flip it at the end, like uh, most of Christopher Nolan's films. He brings you on this track and then flips it at the end. (laughs) Tenant, Which I love. That's great. Most people say not. Um. Or Interstellar or uh, Memento um and a bunch of other movies or uh, like that's storytelling and then there's um Wes Anderson um there's Martin Scorsese there's uh David Fincher more technical and but they all bring good story to what the people want and they put you on edge some are more comforting movies, I guess, depending on who the film director is. True. Um, but to me, film is... There's there's different types of films because different genres, but, like, there's... Um, and you can even feel... I can feel that there's different movies that are kind of more catered toward, like, um, <laughs> softer people, I guess. <laughs> Soft <Some> people. <laughs> if I could put it that way. Softies. That are more... I guess politically correct, and then there's more. There's directors that are in movies that are going for more for story and encapsulating the people and drawing your attention, keeping you hooked the entire time. Yeah. Look at Black Panther.
1: The entire cast is black,
0: except for one. Guy. Except
1: for <laughs> except for Martin Freeman, but but still, it, and the entire cast okay. is black, and it was one of the best stories in all of the MCU, at least in my opinion. Easily top five for me. Yeah, anyways. yeah. It doesn't matter that the cast is all black. The story was good, like it was fantastic. That it I th- can look past that easily. It doesn't matter to me who's what race you are, what gender you are. If you're part of a really good
0: story, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna enjoy it. Make me care about your character. The fact that Black Panther was all black people has nothing to do with the kind of story. If it, even if it was all white, it could have been a still still a great story. Just had to be a bit. Um, tweaked and all that, but right, like people um, caring about how what you look like and what kind of people are in a film like, if it's all white males, all females, or all blacks, whatever. Yeah, there's still gonna be people who care who care. The, there's gonna be people who actually care about that. There's people who cannot like really care at all and say, This is a great story, this is a great film. Mm. I would love to see another one from this director, this writer. Or these actors, and then there's gonna be people who don't care at all, and then they're just gonna be like, "Oh, they have all this people. They have all white male casts. They cannot do that anymore. They have to get canceled." Cancel culture. That's a yeah. thing in itself. I don't want to get into that right now. Yeah, I don't either. But, but like, <laughs> they just eat them up because they, what, what they see, what they want, does not align. What they want does not align with what they see and what's been on in the movies. So they just try to get what they want, and then some of the big companies kind of fall for that in a way. So those people, those small percentage of people have a big say because they're very vocal, whereas some other people, I guess, who actually love the movies for what they are and how they've been written or directed, they don't, to me, seem to have that lot of uh, influence, even though it's very loud if you just look in the right places which i guess goes back to the gene chrono and star wars 100%. I'm nodding in approval cuz <laughs> <laughs> there's different you can see the videos on star wars youtube page all of like the likes to dislike ratio it's 20,000 dislikes to like 5k likes. which is awesome though which means the fans <laughs> are finally starting to figure stuff out. And then there's like the geeks and gamers which i've watched a couple of videos in the past week, handful of videos it. and it's like the ratio is like 5k likes to like 100 dislikes more, I would say, more or less kind of thing yeah just, yeah the ratio the ratio not those the numbers but yeah because he actually speaks his mind and gives the facts while also like i guess not not care about like you race culture or whatever it's just like this is wrong because you did it the wrong way right as a fact you did the wrong way like the firing of dina carano she got she found out because through social media instead of like, here's your um, resignation. You, you can't work here anymore directly from Disney or Star Wars or whatever. So hopefully that changes in the next week. I, I'm going to support Daily Wire <laughs>
1: so hard. You won't believe it. But uh, I guess <laughs> segueing back into Hera. Th- uh.
0: Sorry, real, real quick. I watched, <laughs> I listen, watched to listen to the interview of Gina Carano and Ben Shapiro, which is about an hour long. But that gives her entire backstory of this whole issue, and she has great points. And listening to her side, um, she's very loving, she's very caring, and she did apologize to all those people that were offended, I guess. And just, I mean, I can't really say a whole lot, but just go listen to it or watch whatever. But it is an hour long, but it's a good listen to. 100%.
1: I think uh, I have been a little bit tossed around with this kind of thing, because <laughs> I'm kind of right in the middle. Because obviously Gina is on is right for many reasons, but Disney is also right for many reasons as well. Maybe not many, but the the biggest thing with, the biggest point Disney has is that they can, or not Disney, but Lucasfilm they can they have the right to fire and hire whoever they want that is also true which sucks because you have an established actress like Gina who's played in Deadpool who's played in Fast and Furious she's played in massive franchises and the way everything went down is kind of ridiculous I would not have done it not just for the sake of me supporting Gina but just for the sake of the storytelling yeah you need someone. You need consistency in that. So if she goes off in for season three for Mando,
0: there is going to be a huge hole. in Where is she going? Like they they're going to have to do some incredible writing and in of how she somehow left or died off screen, which is still hard to believe if it's that abrupt and that sudden.
1: Oh yeah, Carol Dune died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a,
0: that's the first line in season three. It's it's kind of like I. Really don't want to talk about this, but I'm going to say it anyways. It's kind of, it's how they wrote Luke in the um, sequel trilogy, how they wrote off screen that he descended into darkness, darkness, whatever, self-isolation, whereas the end of the original um, trilogy, Return of the Jedi, he was looking upwards and very hopeful as a Jedi. And then you get to him being secluded on a lonely island far off in the galaxy somewhere. That is not how, to me, that's not how you write one of the most important characters in Star Wars history. Thank goodness for John Favreau. Well, (laughs)
2: well, the other thing about that was the consistency, right? Because even Mark Hamill himself was like, I was the most optimistic person ever. Like, think about it. Your dad is a Sith Lord, the most powerful Sith Lord ever fully controlled by the dark side, and yet you still wholeheartedly believe there's that there's a, there's, there's good in him. And then, like, how does that much enthusiasm and positivity just disappear over X amount of years? It it, it, disappears.
1: it dis It disappeared when he had visions of Kylo turning to the dark side and therefore had to ignite his saber and go for the kill. Mm-hmm.
0: Killing is going after his nephew. His a family member. <laughs> this also doesn't make sense because the tr- sequels happen what, like 19 years after the original six? Right?
1: Uh, 20 to 30, I think.
0: That range. Around there. Anyways, the Mandalorian happened six years after Return of the Jedi. And then at the end of, spoilers, if you haven't seen it, the end of season two Mando, he's a badass. Bad mo <laughs> Like. That whole last six, it minutes, f- it six fif- and a minutes, it was half minutes. Fifteen from
1: the build up to the very end, when he takes his hood off. I think it was a solid ten
0: minutes. Anyways, whatever. Last ten minutes or so, of the last episode, you can see that he is a full, full fledged Jedi. That's fair. Jedi master, not according to the original council, but Jedi master in his own way, because he proved that build up taking out those dark troopers. And his still his composure after that, after opening the door is like, come little one, come with me, I will teach you. Right. Compared to those visions of, or those interpretations of, in the sequels of what Ben was saying, compared to what Luke was saying, and compared to what the other people, the rebels thought happened. And his just... The way he was written to just run away from everything he had and just be alone, like a hermit. Like a hermit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the only yeah, thing that's... I can
2: think of is Ben Kenobi when you say hermit. Hermit <laughs> <You're a perfect laughs> frog here. <laughs> hermit the frog. That. I,
1: I, yeah, I, I can go the rest of my life without watching seven to nine. That's just me. I don't care if you disagree with me
0: at all. I don't either. I don't disagree. (laughs) Like, I like those movies because they look good. They have good movie elements in cinematic things. But, like, apart from this, the story is not that good, though. It's not. It contracts itself already. But But let's not talk about
1: that yet. No, do that another time. I I, I don't want (laughs) to go into sequels for (laughs) a, a long time. But I... Going back to the original thing, the using, I wrote down, they're using the potential of using Hera to connect Rangers to the Mandalorian to Ahsoka, because in I guess using Hera to bridge together Rangers, Mando and Ahsoka. In Rebels, Hera has a a lot of interaction with Ahsoka. She's got interaction with a Mandalorian named Sabine, who is also rumored to be part of the show. So with the Mandalorian trying to find other Mandos, Sabine can be in that, which will tie into Ahsoka because Sabine and Ahsoka are trying to find Ezra and Thrawn, which Mm -hmm. Thrawn has already had a name drop in Mando, which is ridiculous for me. It was awesome. And I think think Hera is a good replacement for Kara,
0: if this is true. But that's just me. I haven't seen Rebels, but I've seen whatever I know that she's an important character, so I too, as far as I can say, hope she is in there. If they do that you go with that.
1: Right. And it's good cause she's a female character, so that'll please a lot of people. But she's also an established female character that actually has a story and emotional parts to her character. And maybe we'll see a Jason Cindula cameo for the Rebels fans, which is her son that she had with Kanan, the main Jedi of that show, or I guess main Jedi for season one and two, and then I'm looking forward to that if that's true, but it's still not totally fair that Cara Dune's not going to be in it, but I'm down for Hera. So there has been the casting for the Kenobi series in the last week or two. Which is crazy because there hasn't been a lot of news for that show yet. Which is, in a way, good. Which uh, I am totally fine with that because it's not going to be released until early next year anyways. So I'm okay with holding off all the secrets and stuff. But if I'm pronouncing your name right, it's Indira Varma, who's a Game of Thrones actress. I have no idea who she plays in Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Do I. <laughs> I don't really plan on seeing <laughs> Game of Thrones. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but f- based on her pictures, and you can look up her pic- like her, her picture, and you can look up Satine, Duchess Satine from Clone Wars animation.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah.
1: Right? So based on this, this is just a crazy fan theory, crazy stuff. But... I do think this can conc- this can confirm by itself that we're going to be seeing some Clone Wars flashbacks. Oh wow, that resemblance is—it's striking. It's crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> <This is> crazy. <laughs> Satina was one of my favorites. It was yeah. rip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, come on, get like could this. Is we already know Hayden's coming back, yes, which which is insane to me because I loved Anakin in the prequel trilogy. I don't care what anyone says about his acting. His
0: acting is dope, in my opinion. I'm totally okay with it. I remember like years ago when I was at your place, Cody, and we were uh, watching it, and then or watching some. Star Wars Theory video on it and then your dad walked in and he's like, people don't really realize this but Hayden is an actual actually a great actor for this and then he pretty much just said what I think um, Dave Filoni was saying about it or something like that but like how he he was looking, he's exactly what George was looking for in that he betrayed all his emotions in a confused way and like not being able to figure out, discern what was actually the right way to go. And that you could see on his face that he was struggling with it, even though he might be a bit stiff in his acting or his movements that still showed that he was struggling. He was,
1: he was lost. I I think he was, his character was lost until he turned to the dark side, but it was, he was still lost in it because he, he never really had, he never really found out a way to move in life by himself. He was a slave his entire life.
0: Which goes back to my one of my favorite things about The Phantom Menace is the duel of the fates. <laughs> 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 Apart from <laughs> the music, that <laughs> is one of my favorite battles because it... Oh, the battle! Oh, I
1: thought this <laughs> <was a battle>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> It did, didn't it. Yes. It didn't it. It didn't it. It did didn't it. Um, so on. <laughs> if you didn't know, Dave Filoni was saying that it the devil, duel of the fates is literally the duel of Anakin's fate. If Qui-Gon Jin had won, he would be like a father figure to Anakin, which he never had before. And he would actually train him in a loving way as like a father would train their child and show him the ways of the Force or how it actually happened. He dies and Kenobi has to teach him. But Kenobi is more of like a brother than a father. So he... It, yeah. <laughs> Even says when Qui Gon brings Anakin back, it's like, what did you do? Bring another life, um, useless life form back on the ship? So even there, he kind of views Anakin as a lesser. He was comparing to Jar Jar. Yeah, he was comparing to Jar Jar, but still. Yeah. But like, he wasn't wholeheartedly into wanting to train Anakin. But I mean, as you can see, as time goes on throughout the entire Clone Wars, h- they are brothers. Right, and it's sad to see in the third film, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> especially after but yeah, that's what the whole Clone Wars was built upon was to bridge that three four year time gap between episodes two and three, elevate that friendship between Obi and Anakin, and bringing Ahsoka, bringing Ahsoka, <laughs> <laughs> she's dope. Simple as that. Yeah, that's all. I, that's it. <laughs> she's dope it just, it just works so well again storytelling. Yes. George Lucas is a master of storytelling. Doesn't matter what dialogue he has. Dialogue can be kind of crummy, <laughs> especially the prequels. <laughs> They're not it's not great. I don't like sand. <laughs> <laughs> Although, of course, it goes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> going with that, I don't like sand line, which is obviously one of the biggest memes of all time. The if you watch the entire scene with the context of it, it's not actually that bad. If th- In the beginning of the scene, Anakin and Padme walk towards the ledge of the thing. I think it's like Italy or something. They film in Italy or something. But they look at a island in the mid- middle of the lake. And Padme saying that her and her friends used to swim up to the island. Lay down on the sand, let the sun dry them. And Anakin very bluntly says, I don't like sand. Which, in his defense, I think is completely fair. Because in the context of their conversation, they're talking about sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's like that's, that's as simple as it gets. They're talking about sand. Yes. But he doesn't like sand because he lived on Tatooine, which is sand-infested. So his all, all of his points there, I think, were completely fair. I think
0: sand-infested is kind of like the wrong way to say it. It's more like sand-covered. Sand covered, sand planet. <laughs> yeah, it's desert funny. planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: I, people can say all they want. I think it's one of the best memes of all time. The I don't like sand, but it's not actually that bad.
0: And people just take that I don't like sand and mm-hmm. take it away out of context. Or the my, one of my favorites is uh, Kenobi at Camino. It's like as he op- walks in the door, it's like. <laughs> sometimes it's <just> visibly wet <laughs> or like another one. Like, That's <laughs> why I'm here. <laughs> visible, visible confusion. Uh,
1: the storytelling is great. The memes are great. But yeah, the, uh, with Varma coming into play with kind playing Kenobi, I think there's going to be a lot of Clone Wars flashbacks. Hopefully, And if I see Hayden Christensen don the Clone Wars armor, I'm gonna freak out, man! I'm gonna freak out. Go all nerd on that. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be sick. I think Ray Park even teased that he's he's in it too. But that's that was an old. F- that's a whole other thing. The uh, super random, a massive topic switch. But I don't know if you, have, you guys have heard the Republic Commando.
0: Yes, but not a whole lot.
1: No, they're uh, remastering it. Oh right. They're remastering it for PlayStation exclusive. So this means that I'm going to have to buy a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be an expensive game.
0: Hey, Adrian, do you have one?
2: Yep. <laughs> I might have to borrow it. No, you can just come over and then we can both play it. That's fair. Sure. <laughs>
1: that, yeah. That's a that's about it. There's nothing really crazy. I haven't looked at it in a while. But Republic Commando PS exclusive which will be sick. Cuz cuz you actually see Republic Commandos in the Clone Wars for like 10 20 seconds, but I think that's fair. The that's about all that for that topic, but there is one more that I kind of want to get thoughts on. The uh so the article says
0: What? Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Hold Wasn't up. Wasn't uh, Gregor, the clone. Wasn't he a commando? Technically, yeah. And He's also in Rebels,
1: too. So, how he survived that. Wait, he's not dead. He's not dead. Oh! Nice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, I like him. <laughs> yeah, Rebels is basically just a thing after Clone Wars. So, it's a little bit of Clone Wars characters, but I'll let you
0: watch that. But it'll be a while. they will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. probably at uh, the rate that I watch, it probably would be like another before the end of the month, easily. Yikes! <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> 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 Anyways,
1: well, I'm almost done season six, of the Clone Wars. So. Oh dang! Yeah, and you're stopping at seven to watch it in my
0: house. Yes. Sadly, but yep. It's what do you mean? It? Sadly. Well, usually I like download an episode, watch it at work during lunch <laughs> <laughs> you know how
2: you know how much better it's gonna be yes on a 4k screen with surround it's gonna be, sound it's gonna be dope <laughs> it going be dope but anyways i
1: want to get Did into we this get there where we get there <laughs> <laughs> where, get there? where we get there mr incredible that was a dope movie too the uh Anyways. The That's article. storytelling. Yeah, that is
0: storytelling. <laughs> the Incredibles wow. <goals> is storytelling. <laughs> one Crazy. and two. Honey. Where, where is my super suit? <laughs>
2: what do you need to know? I need it nah. Anyways,
1: I digress. But uh, there's a recent article that came out today, an hour, uh, I guess not an hour ago, but I saw it an hour ago. And the title is Lucasfilm will reportedly focus less on Star Wars trilogies and more on standalone films. I'm not mad. Neither. <laughs> I think it's
2: dope. Let's, let's I mean, in my opinion, it's kind of good the way it is right now anyway. It's Other stomach. than the sequels, <laughs> like I think it's good to move on. Yeah, it's It's probably 100%. best for the franchise to move on. Yeah. Start telling stories about all the other characters in the Clone Wars.
0: Make the Legends canon. <laughs> <laughs> Not from all of it, just <coughs> start a it. fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> but my for my
1: first thoughts, because it's like the sequel trilogy, obviously trash. Coming in from from, from a certain a point, point, point of view, from but a certain yes. point of view, they're trash, but they could also be brilliant from another point of view, which I completely disagree with. But that, but I find, in my opinion, that the standalone films, Rogue One and Solo, are easily the best, best films. Within the last decade. Within, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah Rogue One is easily the best one. Solo, I, it doesn't deserve the hate it gets. It only got it because of The Last Jedi. Because it came out, I think, four or five months later. Yeah. And the box office trashed. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it tanks so mm-hmm. hard. But and solo is
2: actually very good. Which the, is I forget sad because that was also yeah. a good story. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, Stories. Yeah, it was a good story, but people couldn't get past the fact that it wasn't Harrison Ford.
1: And I don't get that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I don't get that the the appearance of Luke Skywalker at the end of Mando was definitely not Mark Hamill.
0: No, of course not. They just used.
1: But the thing is, it was Luke Skywalker. That was the important thing. It was Luke, not Mark Hamill. You're not watching it for Mark Hamill. You're watching it for Luke Skywalker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the same deal with uh, Carrie Fisher in yeah. Rogue One. It wasn't Carrie. You knew full well it wasn't Carrie. Of course, but it was Leia. It sounded like Leia. It looked like Leia. It moved like Leia. Therefore, <laughs> it's Leia.
0: <coughs> on this, on this part, on the subject, um, last night I watched a video from Corridor Crew on YouTube. Um, the title is, We Made a Better CGI at Luke Skywalker, and whew, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> I'm talking guy. about it Luke looks, Skywalker from *The Mandalorian. Like, but right,
2: just like the, they just, the original trilogy. Or they like
0: just, just after it, like it, it fits in perfectly. Yeah. Because they took a guy from their office that looked similar to Luke, Hamhole, when he was in the originals three. Mm-hmm. And then they took photos... Or uh, movie stills from those movies, all different face um, expressions, different lighting, all that, and then they did deep fake on that dude, and it looks very realistic. Oh, yeah, hundred
1: percent. Fans can usually make b- stuff better, but the thing is, they're just focused on that one thing. <laughs> they're just focused. Yeah, I, th- I guess that's the reason too. But the thing is during that scene the first time watching it it was way too epic to care yeah <laughs> you, he took off he took off the hood and we, we all free- free- we all we, we yeah, all freaked we out and i don't i don't think any
0: of us thought we didn't even oh, care
1: <laughs> the cgi looks trashy and this
0: this too goes back to all those people that percentage of people that are like all this they didn't do this right those are the kind of people that don't really care they oh, just see is th- like, that's not the original. That's not 100% him. Everybody else is like, bro, who cares? It's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's like, Come on. You're not going to get young Luke Mark Hample ever. You're
1: not. You're not. This is this is the first time you saw a original trilogy-aged Luke Skywalker since 1983.
2: <sighs> that's hot. <laughs> not that's as that hot one. as Kenobi, though. dope. And
1: (laughs) the whole that whole thing with Mark Hamill not being able to play his younger form. Al Guinness he was original Obi-Wan. They recasted Ewan Ewan McGregor for prequels and look what happened. One of the most praised performances of all time. (laughs) Right? So like the thing is like I think a lot of people have to get over the fact that the actor and the character are two different people.
0: That connects to a whole lot of things. Just the first thing that came to mind is the recasting, multiple recastings of Batman, all the superheroes, uh, Superman, over the generations, 007. <laughs> 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 you could tell, like, all those movies on the VHS and whatever, I, Sean Connery, all those older guys, and Daniel Craig, most of the people don't care that it's a different person. It's still the same character, not actor, character. The character is the same. And it's, yeah, it's portrayed differently, but it's still the same character. Just like Batman, it's the same character, even though it's many different people. Right. Joker, same yeah. character. Mark Hamholt was also the Joker. It's the same character, different actor. Oh, so many memes wrote that, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But the recast also depends on how well it's written, and how well it's shot, and how well the story is actually uh, made.
2: Yeah, And as always, how well the actor actually portrays the character. 100 One of the reasons why Marvel was so good. <laughs> Seraphine was the most insane casting director, in my opinion. Yeah, She casted Mando, too, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Things we hate about the Clone Wars.
0: The storytelling is too good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Everything we hate, I love it so much. I don't even hate it. Literally, though. Because it kind of sucks because I know more than what the characters do at that point. Right. So, like, the fives just like, just, like, guys, listen to me. Chancellor, who I know is the Emperor, actually. Know, he like, is. No, you can't talk. Wait, you didn't know that? My bad. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> biggest, that's all the time we had for Star today. Wars, <laughs> biggest,
0: <laughs> biggest Star
2: Wars junkie in our friend group. Wait, the Emperor. <laughs> the Emperor, <laughs> the Emperor
1: that's like saying. Wait, Anakin and Vader are the same person? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious?
0: <laughs> that's what I like. When I'm. Wa- I'm going through the through the Clone Wars. I'm like, do people actually like who have never seen this before know that. That's the Chancellor, and then, like, the Senate. That's him, the Senate, and that's also the Emperor. Like, they're the same person.
1: They do a pretty good job. In the, I
0: mean, obviously, because we've, you all, can see it, can see we've all seen You can see that butt-cracked chin that's the same. Yeah. In the in the Clone Wars, that is. They do mm-hmm. a
1: pretty decent job at kind of hiding him. Kind of. if Like, that's because I took Jamie through everything that in chronological order. Mm-hmm. I took yeah, exactly. and then Caitlyn started watching at a new hope cuz so I was trying to do I was doing a little bit of an experiment you can see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right? So I took Jamie through chronologically and I started Caitlyn with the originals. So Jamie watching all the way through. She hasn't seen sh- for the uh, for everything the back Just half. She's never seen sh- everything to, everything from Phantom Menace Basically, to yeah. Rise of Skywalker, it was all brand new to her. But Okay. <ow. laughs> right? Which I'm okay with. I love that because I mean, his reactions are so much more genuine and real.
2: Which I wish I could have again. Yeah. I know. Same. <laughs> no. To watch to watch season two Mando again. Oh. Or what we just watched yesterday, Infinity War and Endgame. To no, watch that the whole year. a yeah, second yeah, the whole, wait, time. Whole year. To watch that like a second time for the first time. <laughs> man. That was
1: I lost intense. my I lost my that shit. Cap got the hammer, man. Again, Ooh. and I've seen it at least four times. like <laughs> I, think next week. Star Killer. I mean, maybe not Star because he's not. I mean, I mean we could. We can go top five characters.
0: <sighs> top five, Padme. <laughs> <laughs> top five, bro. You
1: got Padme. You got Ahsoka. You got Bocatan. <laughs> All, even Jen Ursillo is pretty dig- Pretty good too. Oh yeah. And what's your face? Amelia Clark played her in Solo.
0: Kira. Uh, Cal Kestis. Starkiller. Raider. Anakin. Obi. And then like Jen. Honorable mention, you know, like Ahsoka. Grievous. Um, that hurts, man. Five. Ahsoka isn't like my top two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: really? She's not your top Rex. one? <laughs> Actually, She's no. my top female character. Anakin's With human. a very close runner-up with Padme. R2. Damn.
0: Ah. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest,
2: R2 is probably... (laughs) That
0: was one of my favorite arcs. Season 5, I think it was.
2: The droid arc? The droid arc. Dude,
1: that was sick.
0: Oh, I love it. But then right before that, the youngling arc. It's just like...
1: (laughs) Storytelling. Yes. uh, That's the beauty about the Clone Wars, though. It gives you so much insight into so many different issues that are not issues... So many different aspects of Star Wars as a whole.
0: Actually, yes. Different issues within the Star Wars universe.
1: <laughs> From a certain point of view. But the Youngling arc, you saw Younglings train and build a lightsaber,
0: which is a fundamental <laughs> oh part of being goodness. a Jedi. I mean, it's also kind of cliche that the guy's like, oh, no, I won't help you. Something happens. Fine. I'll help you. And then. I mean, yeah.
1: I, I'm okay with that. It works. It works.
0: It, it, it a glance works.
1: over. It works. It works for that story purpose
0: but then later on when annie and sorry well annie annie and barris friday and then you i love
2: that episode i love it and then all the dark side parts of it oh i was
0: on my seat of my chair come on Anakin, can you can do it well
1: i love love it though because barris is a padawan She's, she's a paddle in the entire Clone Wars series. And Anakin is obviously doing all he can to make Ahsoka innocent because he still has a trainer.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? She, he, she's, the, she's the reason he's sticking around the Jedi Temple. Yes. Literally. And then obviously everything happens, but <laughs> Paris is attempting to fight Anakin.
0: She was holding her up. She, she was holding she, her
1: ground. She was holding her ground, but I think she only was only holding, holding her ground because oh, yeah. Anakin was toying with her. He didn't do, any, he didn't try until he, that sorry, last Until until, <laughs> until he, until she finally pissed him off, she lost. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. You can't beat him. But, and when Anakin's Literally, pissed like, off, you can't like, beat him. It was like unless you're obi That's one thing. actually.
0: One of the best things.
1: Anakin <laughs> wasn't totally pissed off though. I guess he just wanted to get. The episode 2 thing when he was right, fighting Dooku angry? he just wanted to he just wanted to be done with it he wanted to go find Padme again to do what was right right like she falls out of the gunship and Obi-Wan and Anakin which is one of Hayden's best moments in episode 2 he's there yelling back and forth like dude we gotta go get Dooku and Anakin's like, no I want to go get Padme she's probably hurt It's like you'll be expelled from the Jedi Order I don't care
0: that was his primary mission from the Jedi Council: protect Padme. Protect
1: <laughs> which, Padme. It, which it, which, he <laughs> which I mean, <laughs> it could have, it, it could have, you could have <laughs> played into that a lot. TJ
0: you could have, you could have
1: played into t- it. Like, t- you, t- my job
2: is to protect. <laughs> raging hormones. Hey, why don't you watch <laughs> 19- a really hot <laughs> <laughs> 19,
1: 19 year nineteen-year-old male Jedi Padawan? We all know what it's like. We're basically that age. Raging hormones. I mean, never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As we're all single guys in a room. <laughs> <laughs> right. 100%. The but
1: they're they're yelling, bantering back and forth about him being expelled from the Jedi Order just for the sake of trying to get Padme back. So their fight with Dooku, Anakin's thinking his his main focus is Padme. Is that's his narrow vision. So he's like, I want to get this fight over and done with. Mm-hmm. That's it. He just wants to. He just wants to leave, which leaves him very vulnerable to that a is lot of also, weaknesses. Which is why he lost his arm.
0: A couple of days ago, I saw a video. was like, "What's your favorite like butterfly effect in all of history?" And I'm thinking, but, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, but I was kinda, thinking. Kinda. I was thinking not like our world, but Star Wars universe. Most of the events that happen could like what we're talking about right now on the whatever the. Ship between Obi and Annie, Hi. fighting, arguing over between landing and following Dooku. If they f- landed, and he did get kicked out of the order, Ahsoka wouldn't be there.
1: And I would be very sad. <laughs> but you wouldn't actually. Know that, I would have known. But you wouldn't
0: have. She might have been there, but just not as an important character.
1: Because Ploken still technically brought her in.
0: Yeah.
1: Blessed soul. It's fair. <laughs> Ploken. <laughs> but that's, that's or that's if also fives why.
0: had was still alive and gave his point
1: i i feel bad for fox man the guy was just doing his job huh. he, he 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 had the Shoot. priority of protecting the chancellor so if yeah. he felt fives was a potential risk to the chancellor he's gonna take a shot which Technically, fies was a risk to the Chancellor. Obviously, not at, not really considering the power levels, but in terms of the situation, he was a risk to the Chancellor. Which no one is no one knows that Pal- or the Chancellor Palpatine is Darth Sidious.
0: Two face motherfucker. Two face motherfucker.
1: <laughs> should be Batman's rival, <clears throat> this is, this that, is- All that reminds me of is Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good times (laughs) but like another thing that clone wars does is elevate those jedi who die in order 66 in revenge of the sith you got an entire arc with aila sakura when they're on that planet middle of nowhere Bly. so you can kind of see how they work they're very serious about their jobs they're friends they're they care because they're men
0: not clones right paul oh frick you (laughs) Ah. (laughs)
1: They, they they make that a, writing that is story writing but the thing is this is a guy who had four arms two double blade lightsabers and oh. the, uh, and he was force
0: sensitive the rise and fall of a crow like
1: how <laughs> how do you make a badass character like that be so incredibly hateful because Story anyone, writing. anyone else that has four arms, force sensitive, and two double blade lightsabers, everyone's gonna go, holy balls!
0: I wonder this if this is nerdgasm. Right I wonder here. if you show that <laughs> that arc to people who have never seen anything Star Wars, any Clone Wars, whatever, and just see what they think. If he, he's in the right or if he's in the wrong.
1: I think you have to. You'll have to establish the fact that the other Jedi think of these clones as individuals. And the clones think they're also individuals, because they also they they figure it out they figured out themselves. They're like, we're not, we're not like the same person. We're all different people. That's the names. <laughs> that's the names exactly. Mm-hmm. We're, well, season one, episode five, when they're on the Rishi a uh, Rishi outpost. Yes, that was matching my first introduction to the Clone Wars, not through actually no, that's the second introduction I guess. Because I watched the film in theaters in two thousand eight, with my dad yeah. and Martin Van Burg and his voice We watched the OG Clone Wars movie in theaters when they came out.
0: Yeah, when I first started watching the Clone Wars series, I was confused because I I had remembered the Clone Wars movie, but I wasn't sure if that was like the TV show or if it was the movie. So I was kind of confused because Clone Wars. TV show Ahsoka is way older than in the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I should have started with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the, main, the huge beauty of it is the whole poetry thing.
0: It's like poetry. It rhymes.
1: Which actually I probably shouldn't even mention because you haven't seen season seven yet.
0: Yeah. I'll stop there. So I got for today i guess we're close to out somehow thank you for listening today <laughs> today <laughs> to <laughs> our uh first episode um our trial episode i guess trial um thank you Adrian. thank you cody thank you me thank you, um thank yeah me. um i don't really know how to end this off but
2: we might have more people in future episodes hopefully <laughs> maybe um
0: will improve my friends will improve <laughs> on our subject matter or how we uh structure podcast i've never liked structure structure is in like opening closing kind of thing like more formal work not more of like conversation i i hate that so much i hated high school for that
1: it was so scheduled <laughs> i hated that so much i love the place i work
2: and on that sc- note <laughs> goodbye peace <laughs>